Okay, hello, Bob. Uh-huh. Okay, here we go. Yesterday, I am rejoined by the voice of the Atlanta Hawks, the Bob Rathbun. Bob, what's going on? Hey, John, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm fine. How are you maintaining through this downtime we had? It's about to pick up now a little bit, but... <laughs> yeah, well, um, you know, it's been... It's been difficult. I think it's been heartbreaking that the fact that we weren't invited to go to Orlando. You know, we were all right. kind of counting on that happening. Right. And then, uh, you know, got word that we weren't included in the seven other teams. So that was uh, a little tough to take. But um, you understand and move on. Uh, I do get to broadcast the TBT uh, right. for ESPN in a couple of weeks or one week. So right. at least I get a little basketball. Yeah, the TBT is the first tournament before the NBA tournament takes over. So, <laughs> uh-huh. what, are you, what are your thoughts on the TBT and the million dollar prize? That's very, oh, it's fantastic. It's very this is the third year. Yeah, right. this is the third year that I've done it, and uh, it's a lot of fun, uh, especially to have a couple of Hawks involved. Joe Johnson and Josh Bajet are going to play, so that'll okay. be fun. And uh, it's a great tournament. It's a lot of fun. The guys play hard. Right. Um, you know, they're, they're pros. Uh, they're just not in the NBA. They're overseas, but they put on a great show. And I think the, you know, this is the first basketball that's been played in the United States since March 11th, 12th. So right. I think the fans are really excited to see a game. Definitely, yeah. On three months, I believe this <laughs> this downtime has been very, very overwhelming for people who love basketball like myself. I'm sure you yeah. too. <laughs> Same here. It's so crazy right now. We had the pandemic, the social injustice climate. I mean, the Hawks have stepped up. I like the way they're making the um, State Home Arena becoming Georgia's largest um, voting precinct because there's been a lot of um, complaints about the voting in Atlanta. Uh, that's a good move by Atlanta Hawks. Oh, it's tremendous. And uh, and I think it'll really uh, be just the start of uh, a lot of different things that we could do right. to um, – you know, to help. Um, what a shame if, if no changes uh, were coming. And I think it's just great for our ownership, uh, led by Tony Ressler, to, you know, get these changes going. Um, obviously, they were able to fast-track it so they could do the the uh, runoff, right. I think, in August, and then the general election in November, which is great. I mean, it's, it's the way it should be. We've got a beautiful building, plenty of room, right. staff to run it. It's a great idea. Yeah, I have to say the city of Atlanta is beautiful. I had the pleasure of being there last about a year, almost a year ago. And this it's a beautiful city. Can we just get back to normal with some changes and get the city of Atlanta back to where it's supposed to be? Oh, no question. And it's a it's a great city. It's our home. Um, we want nothing but the best for everybody. And uh, the sooner we can, you know, get out of this pandemic, right. that will help and get get back to where we can congregate again, be together again with everybody. Um, that will help tremendously. Right. And uh, good things on the horizon. We just got to get through this pandemic right now. Definitely. What was your initial reaction when um, NBA closed down for the pandemic? Because I know mine was like, quite just like stop for me. I'm like, what? But I understood why they were doing it. Just the shock of it. It was, it was different because we'd never been through this before. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it was – we look at it differently than we did that night. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
never in a million years that I think we were not going to play any more basketball. Right. Uh, it was such a such a weird night. You know, we kept getting reports of the, you know, what was happening in Oklahoma City and what was going on in the league. At the same time, we're putting together a fourth quarter comeback for the ages. Right. And, uh, you know, Trey's going nuts. He gets 23 points in the fourth quarter. We come back and tie the game. And you're thinking that, you know, wow, we got a chance to, you know, pull one out in overtime and then we lose and then Vince gets in the game and hits a shot. Yes. But but it really wasn't until we got back um, to the back, uh, to the media center and the interview right. room, that we kind of figured out the the enormity of it all. Right. Um, and then it, it was just so weird. You know, we just left the arena. And I, I haven't been back downtown since. And it's just very weird uh, because it, there was no finality to the season. It just ended. And uh, right. we never get to say our goodbyes. We never, you know, you, you just don't do the things that you're normally used to doing. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was very, very strange. Yeah, actually, press, press conferences and everything like that. I totally understand this for me. Yeah, also, um, in the 67 games, they won 20. I mean, the Hawks have a bright future, especially with Trey Young. Oh, no question. No question. The young core's got a great future. It's not just Trey. It's, you know. John Collins. Collins and Hunter and Reddish and Herter and all the guys, you know. And then you right. throw Clint Capella in the mix. And we got the trade from uh, from Houston. Yeah. Uh, and he hasn't even made it on the floor yet for us. So right. uh, we're excited. We're going to get a high pick uh, in the draft, which is going right. to be great. And then uh, – you know, we've got to retool the bench, which is going right. to be exciting. So uh, I think, um, you know, the future is very, very bright. I think a lot of pressure on us to win right. next season. But, uh, no, it's all good. All good. Yeah, I believe you guys have, if I'm not mistaken, around $45 million in uh, upcoming cap space around there, 40 45 So you'll be able to make moves in, all, in um, free agency also. Oh, no question. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, when are we going to be able to get our hands on anybody? Yeah, right. You know, because it's going to be pushed back till October. Right. And uh, it's going to be wild once this thing gets going again. Uh, because, the, you know, if it goes to a game seven in Orlando, uh, you're talking about October the 12th, maybe, for the last game. Right. And then right after that's going to be the draft and free agency, and here we go. So uh, hold on to your hats. <laughs> yes. And you've been with the um, Hawks over 23 years. Tell us about the organization, your experience there. You've found oh, a it's... great home. So you've found a great home there. Yeah, well, thank you. It's It's been a, a lot of fun. Um, you know, we've had some ups and downs, as every franchise does. Right. But it's been great. Uh, this is our home. Uh, raised our family here. Uh, you know, my Hawks family means the world to me. It's just been great. So um, no complaints, but a lot of fun. Right. What do you like most about your um your career? Like, what do you what what sticks out to you the most about it? Well, probably just you know how much fun it's been. Um, the relationships you develop, the games you get to go to, the fan interaction, uh, the great people I work with. You know, right. just the announcers and the producers and directors, and 
you know, when you do it as long as I have, a lot of people have come and gone, but it's just uh, it's just been great fun. Uh, you know, I got the best seat in the house for a basketball game. You know, yes, you do. <laughs> you know, tougher games to tougher ways to make a living than that. So, yeah, uh, very exciting. Yeah, the NBA is returning. Um, what's, your, what's your take on how the NBA is returning? I mean, I love his I'm sure what he's doing, the way he's being impatient, but also they're pushing for the season to continue. I mean, a lot is financial because it would be tremendous um, ramifications for the um, CBA if they don't play. A lot of people overlook that. That's why most of the players want to play, but a lot are hungry, hungry to get back on the floor. But he is being cautious, but like you said, there's no real, there's no real way to be completely safe with the environment we're in right now. And there's going to be some cases which are coming out now because doing more testing. But it did, they're being as safe as possible. But he did say that if there's like a massive outbreak, they'll probably shut it back down. And if they do that, I don't think they're going to get to be, get to be, continue it if they do shut it back down. But, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of concern, no question. I think the the one thing that we're all suffering from is the uncertainty. Right. You know, we want to be able to know when, where, how. And that's not the way this thing operates. So yeah. I, I think the biggest challenge for the NBA is just to get everybody to Orlando. I think if they can do that, then right. uh, then we're, we're in really good shape. Because once they go in the bubble, yeah. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, but, control the environment. Yeah, but getting there is going to be tough. But, but I think it's a good thing that we're testing everybody now. So if we do have positive cases, the guys have a chance to recover. Right. Um, you know, the guys who don't want to go, uh, it'll give the teams a chance to replace them. So I think we're doing all the right things. You know, we're still a month away yeah. from this happening. So I think, uh, I think we're in pretty good, pretty good shape. Um, you know, I, I'm optimistic. I, I just think that we got a chance to, you know, to really do it, do it well. So, right. um, you know, I'm, I'm, Despite the fact that you know there's a big news bulletin every five minutes about somebody who tested positive, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that bad once we get everybody down to Orlando. Yeah, it's good they're doing the testing now because it's like a 14-day quarantine and it's still a month out. So who, those who are tested positive, they have time to recover and everything. And then those they are aiming athletes to so recover rather faster than a regular person is not in the NBA. So. I mean, if they're doing the, they're doing the right steps, I believe they are. Yeah, I mean, there's so much unknown. There's, um, I think there's a lot of uh, questions to be answered, long-term questions right. about health and, you know, what this virus actually does to you because we just, it hadn't even been a year that this thing's been in existence. Um, you know, we didn't know about this till Thanksgiving and, uh you know, it didn't hit here till February and and March. So there's so much unknown. But I think the you know the more the time goes by, the more that we learn, and right. the better that we'll be. So you know, I'm I'm, I'm optimistic. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we spoke on earlier. The Hawks are, are have a young core. They're the second youngest team in the NBA. And what what can, what can you talk about the um the job that Lord Pierce is doing with the team? But he seemed to be buying into him. He has a connection with him. Oh, sure. Yeah, he, he's a great, great man, uh, really doing a nice job with this young core. The, the transition that we've got to make is twofold. Number one, we've got to switch our focus from development to winning. Right. 
And number two, we've got to retool this bench. Um, you know, we've, we've probably got to fill seven spots on the bench. Um, and that's a lot for one off season, especially an off season like this one. Uh, so he's got his work cut out for him, but he's up to the challenge. Uh, he's ready to lead. And, uh, and I think, um, you know, I think it's going to be good. The legend won the only Vince Carter, 22 seasons, retired <laughs> with the Atlanta Hawks. Can you speak on the veteran presence he, um, he brought to the team and the way he fed off of him? Oh, he was tremendous. Um, you know, he's twice as old as some of these guys. Yeah. And, and uh, very relatable, great mentor in the clubhouse, uh, just terrific. And he's going to have a, a great career beyond basketball. So uh, it was great to, to have him on the team for two years, great to get to know him, just a terrific right. guy. The Atlanta Dream um, of the WNBA, they have a couple of team members that are sitting out in the season for the um, for social justice reasons. It's going to impact the team tremendously offensively. Can you speak on Atlanta Dream and things they can do to rebound from um, Renee Montgomery and Tiffany Hayes? Yeah. Out? yeah, well, you know, Nikki's losing two starters, and that's never easy. Right. Uh, but I talked to her the other day, and she's, she thinks they're going to surprise a lot of people. You know, it's it's, it's going to be the teams that come together down there. Uh, yeah. The w, you know, they're all together, and uh, they'll play a 22-game slate. Right. And it's whoever can put it together. I don't think anybody has an advantage in a season like this. Um, you know, the, the talent in the WNBA is, is pretty evenly spaced out. And generally – Generally speaking, the teams that struggle are the ones that have injuries. So I think yeah. if the Dream get through without any injuries, I, I think they'll be okay. I really do. I think they'll, you know, Nikki's a great coach, and um, they've got a lot of young talent, you know. Uh, looking forward to, um, you know, seeing the, the new people that are coming in, a great draft pick uh, to join the squad. So I think they got a lot to look forward to. Yeah, I believe so, too. I believe both leagues, there is no really advantage, as you just um, alluded to, because both everybody stopped playing basketball at the same time. So, I mean, we'll see how things go when they start back up. But as you said, the teams that come together, they're going to be the ones that get through this, because some teams might get upset. I mean, some teams, with this, with this downtime, they had a lot of players that, that was there with a heel that none wouldn't have been healed if, if we'd had a regular season. So that's going to factor in also. That also brings up the um, topic of some people we talking about that they're going to be an asterisk on this season champion. I mean, I'll, I'm like back and forth with that because, like I just said, this teams had downtime to heal. Like, say, the Sixers, they had time to heal with Embiid and um, Simmons. They had time to heal. Like, LeBron had injuries. Like, there's teams that had time to heal. They wouldn't have had that time normally. So that's the only advantage they would have had. But at the same time, in this environment we're in with this COVID, there might be times when someone may catch COVID and he has to sit out. So that might be an advantage for the team also. So this this is going to be something to see when it starts back up. This is going to be I, very I different. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh, it's different. Um, you know, the one thing about basketball is that the home court makes uh, such a difference. Yes. And you're not going to have that. Uh, you know, you're going to have an empty gym. It's going to look like an AAU tournament in some regards. Right. Uh, so 
how teams handle that, how they uh, handle being in seclusion, you know, we just don't know. But I do think that, that there's going to be some surprises in the playoffs because of that. I think there are some guys that are just not into it. Um, there'll be some guys that, uh, you know, overachieve, uh, which will skew the results, which is, you know, kind of good in a way that it's, it's not too predictable. Uh, it'll be interesting to see which teams can handle it. Yeah, we have the headliners like Giannis. He's anxious to get this season back started. He wants his first championship. Plus, we have LeBron. He's getting up there in age. You're 17. You know, the window is closing. So, we'll definitely see how this goes when that thing comes back out. You broke up. I'm sorry. I said we'll just see how everything works out. We have teams like the Bucks and the Lakers are both fighting for, for a championship, and they have a lot to lose if this, if this season doesn't go through. Oh, yeah, no question. I mean, it, it's crazy. You know, we're all just kind of sitting around, you know, waiting for this to get going. And uh, what's, what's going to happen? Who knows? That's what makes it exciting. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Bob, thank you for joining me again, man. Thank You're you so welcome. much for your time. Thank you so much. Be safe. All right, buddy. Take care of yourself. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Yes, that was the police of Atlanta Hawks, Bob Rathbun, joining the A panel, A panel once again. Thanks for joining me.